This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 7.06 on this Sunday morning. One of the big campaign promises from the New Democrats was to put an end to the so-called Wild West of political donations in this province. And we are expecting to see that legislation coming up this week. But we're already getting a few hints. Gary Mason wrote about this in the Globe and Mail. He said, I wrote after talking to those in the know, it will likely be a... Um, contribution limit set at $1,200 that could be either to the party or to individual candidates. Some other hints as to what's to come in the legislation as well. Mike Smith has written about this in his column in the province today. We are joined on the line now by Dermot Travis. He is the executive director of Integrity BC. Dermot, thanks so much for being with us. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, What are your thoughts on what we're seeing so far as far as the hints as to what the legislation will look like? Well, uh, hints always worry me because you never know what's going to come out when the legislation gets tabled. Uh, there was something in Gary Mason's column, though, that grabbed my interest uh, because it also talked about having a $1,200 limit, not just for one party, but for all the parties and potentially all the candidates. So you could uh, donate $1,200 to the Liberals, 1200 to the NDP, etc., I'm going to be interested to see how they handle that, because that's a bit of an unusual feature in election legislation. If you look at the federal level, uh, what they have is an in total to all cap as well. Uh, so you don't end up with 87 candidates getting $1,200 from the same donor. I, I thought that was a bit strange as well, and I didn't even know if I was understanding it correctly, because if that is the case, then you're right. That would mean you can give $1,200 to every single person that, that you want. Exactly, and and that's going to defeat the whole purpose of the bill, uh, because you'll end up with deep-pocketed donors uh, who have simply stopped giving through their corporations and are now giving through their own individual bank accounts. So we'll be back to where we were, just in a different guise. Uh, what about the idea of it being retroactive uh, to the end of the last provincial election, and how, how would we even enforce that? Well, that's I'm really intrigued by that, and it's going to be something I'm going to be looking at. I'm not a big fan of retroactivity when it comes to legislation. I think it should be done uh, very carefully. I noticed in Mike Smith's column in the province today that they were talking about the use of the money will be retroactive versus returning the money will be retroactive. Uh, and it only seems to be applying to corporate and union donations. Uh, if you're going to go that route of retroactive, why are you not also applying it to your $1,200 cap as well? So there's going to be a lot of questions, I think, in that area. Uh, and I hope they thought it out through, uh, sorry, thought it through well. Uh, because it is something that could, in fact, see one of the political parties launching a, a, a lawsuit over if they haven't done it well. Uh, there's also concern as to where the NDP and with the advice of the Greens, because uh, the Greens are involved in this too, but where they are getting most of their inspiration. And if they're going uh, to a model in Quebec where it's a much lower cap, the cap at $100, but there's also taxpayer funding of political parties, which I'm not sure people are would be all that excited about in B.C., um, I uh, would expect that there would be a lot of opposition to it. I hope, quite frankly, it's not in the bill. And I put it that way because if we're going to go down that road, don't drop it in the legislation. First, start talking, have a consultation with British Columbians about it to see what they would like to 
do. Uh, if you put it in this bill and you put too many things like that in the bill, you could end up having uh, a bill that has so many lawsuits attached to it, so, so much debate attached to it, that we lose sight of what the big purpose is, and that's to get big money out of politics in D.C. Uh, the Liberals have put forward uh, the number 5,000. We're hearing the number 1,200 as far as what uh, the NDP is going to bring forward. Uh, do you think, is 1,200 an okay number? Oh, 1,200 is a fine number, and I think some people are already on social media saying that's too high. Uh, $5,000 was a ridiculously high uh, level that the Liberals had set, and it was kind of funny because they were talking uh, in advance when they were still in government, that their limit was going to fall somewhere in the middle of the range of Canadian provinces, would didn't fall anywhere close to the range, uh, the middle of the range of Canadian provinces. It was right almost at the top. I think it's only New Brunswick that has a higher cap at $6,000. Uh, 1200 is fine. I think one of the things that uh, uh, political parties in BC are going to have to get used to is the fact that other political parties in the rest of Canada managed to somehow... Uh, survive 365 days a year on about a quarter of the amount of money uh, the parties in B.C. spent. So they're going to have to tighten their belts and get used to having more volunteers and less paid staff. Uh, what about the um, the ban on when it comes to foreign donations and out-of-province donations? Uh, looks like that there will be a ban on that. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I, I hope everybody in British Columbia can agree to the uh, premise that nobody who does not live in this province should be allowed to uh, donate to a political party in B.C. Uh, we have a very extraordinary situation where the government of China has contributed uh, to the B.C. Liberal Party. Uh, we've seen other companies in Asia, Europe, and the United States contributing to both parties, uh, the NDP and the Liberals. And there really is no reason for it, no excuse for it. This is something that should have been brought to an end uh, decades ago, quite frankly. And so I would hope all the parties, uh, when the legislation gets tabled, will be able to say, yep, that we agree to. And I imagine we'll be looking as well at possible loopholes. Whenever we have legislation like this, uh, looking at ways that people or groups uh, can get around it. Uh, and, uh, and and are you fearful that there will be loopholes, uh, that people will still be able to take advantage and try and influence uh, the election campaigns? Well, there will probably be loopholes, but whether they'll be able to take advantage of them or not is a different question, because uh, the biggest loophole, I think, that's ever emerged in this type of legislation is where one company has all of their senior employees donate the max to a particular political party, and then the company reimburses them. Well, the easiest way to get around that in terms of legislation is that contributors would have to also disclose to the political party who their employer is. Now, it wouldn't necessarily have to be public information, but it would be information available to elections BC so they could ensure that you're not seeing companies trying to influence uh, political parties by using their senior employees to make those donations. Hmm. Uh, does it seem odd to you that uh, while we're talking about this, we're expecting to see the legislation coming up uh, this Friday, there is going to be another dinner, uh, the $525 a head dinner for that the New Democrats are holding? I, I think uh, the New Democrats have been a little tone deaf on this issue all summer. Uh, and, you know, we're going to have political fundraising in the future, even with this legislation. I think what each party is going to need to do is set out what their fundraising policy is so that people know that a leader of a political party is going to have X number of events at, say, $250. 
one event a year at 500 and five events at $25. So that they can see that range that British Columbians are not being excluded from the system because they can't buy a ticket. And that's going to go, I think, quite a long ways to reassuring people uh, that we're not talking cash for access. The idea uh, with the dinner this Friday at $500, it's not the $500 aspect that bothers me as much as if there's a private reception in advance where you buy, you buy a higher price ticket, fewer people meeting privately with the leader. That's your cash for access event. That's what has to be taken out of the system, where 20 or 30 people pay $1,000 each, right up to the max, $1,200 each, to be able to grab the ear of the premier or a cabinet minister. Uh, do, do you think the changes will go far enough to, to restoring people's faith in, in the system and, and, and to, to, to get people to the point where uh, they don't believe that there's cash for access going on? I think what we're going to see this week is, in fact, going to help that uh, process start where the public will see uh, that measures are being taken uh, to get the six-figure checks, the five-figure checks out of B.C. politics uh, and return B.C. politics to British Columbians, which is where it should have been in the first place. Uh, It's not going to be overnight, but this is, I think, going to go a long way to achieving it. Is there anything, and we obviously don't know all of the details of what's going to be announced or in the legislation, but is there anything so far even looking at what's been, what's, uh, what we anticipate that's missing for you? Um, I haven't seen anything as of yet missing from the reports. I'm privy to something I think maybe in the legislation that hasn't been in the reports. Um, I'll be interested to see if they address campaign spending limits in B.C. in the legislation. Um, there may be a cut to campaign spending limits in the province. That would be a good thing. Uh, right now, if we were to go to Alberta, and it's next highest to us, uh, their campaign spending limits, and applied it to B.C., uh, the total spending limit for a political party running 87 candidates in the province would drop by $4 million, the overall cap. Uh, so I'm hoping we'll see something on that uh, spending limit side as well. All right, uh, Dermot, we'll have to wait to, and see the legislation, but thank you so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.